Right now, the economy is providing millions of people with the opportunity to take their destinies into their own hands. So many people postpone their dreams because they felt they had something to lose. If they quit their job, they could lose their house, their credit rating, the respect of their neighbors. They could force their family into poverty, lose their health insurance, and risk the fortunes of everyone they love, not just their own fortunes. All of those things are excellent considerations. So many people had to postpone their dreams. One friend of mine got pregnant in high school and spent twenty years raising children, barely eking out a living as a single mom. She postponed her dreams out of necessity, and as soon as the kids moved out of the house, she pursued those dreams with great purpose and is having great success. Like her, many of you had no choice. You had to postpone. But the world has changed, attitudes have changed, and will remain changed for decades to come. The credit rating will no longer be so important. No one cares who pays their bills because everyone is struggling right now. And if you've lost your job, you've already lost your steady income. You're probably juggling bills, trying to survive. Continue to send out resumes, but as you do, consider following your dreams. Because all those things you would have jeopardized ten years ago, when the economy seemed stable, are already in jeopardy. In other words, you may have very little to lose by trying, and that's an opportunity just waiting to happen. This section, though, is also aimed at newly minted college grads who have just realized that they were walking a path that now has a giant roadblock running across it. The easy road is gone. Those two hundred thousand dollar jobs for you business graduates from Ivy League schools evaporated with the Wall Street meltdown. Time to look around to see if the road you're walking is really the one you want to be on. Even if the roadblock goes away, do you want to be a corporate executive? Do you want to work for someone else for the rest of your life? Do you dream of being a musician or a bookstore owner? Now is the time to start. The economic collapse has instituted a sea change. People who've just graduated from college are in the same boat I was in when I graduated. I never expected to own a home, and I figured that if by some odd chance I bought one, I'd live in it for the rest of my life. So I had best be certain that was the house I wanted. I figured I would move from job to job because careers were hard to come by, especially for college grads. I started writing because I liked it. And I had nothing to lose by trying. Whenever I use that phrase "nothing to lose," I hear the voice of my husband. Dean and I met at a writer's workshop in Taos, New Mexico, in 1986. After the workshop, we both went home, me to Wisconsin and Dean to Idaho. Within the week, he was driving to Wisconsin to be with me. I asked him why. We loved each other and had planned to get together in August after we had settled everything in our lives. We weren't sure where we would be, but we figured we'd work it out by then. But he went back to Idaho to the small apartment he had moved into after he had separated from his wife, to the bartending job he had put on hold to go to the writers' workshop, and realized that nothing held him in that small town. He said to me on the phone from some rest stop somewhere between Idaho and Wisconsin, "I'm coming to you because I have nothing to lose." As he said that phrase, I remember thinking, 
That's worrisome. He's not coming toward something. He's coming because he has nothing else. I heard that phrase through the filter of my upbringing, that a person with nothing to lose has failed somehow. Then he added the important part of the sentence. It wasn't an afterthought for him. It was the central part of his message. And, he said, I have everything to gain. He had weighed the risks against the rewards and realized he was taking no risk at all. He had no risk except the drive itself and a possible rejection by me. Yeah, right, like that would have happened. Not. He had, we had, everything to gain from his willingness to start our relationship immediately. And twenty-four years later, it's clear he was right. We have gained a great deal because he was savvy enough to realize that he was in the position to do something he wouldn't normally have been able to do. So many of you are in that position now.